Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish, and I am delighted for you to join us live on the Voice America Network, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. We have a great show today, quantum activation during a time of chaos with an amazing guest, Gary Stewart. You know, we all know crisis are part of life. It brings doubt, confusion, and uncertainty. And as quoted by Sun Tzu, who's credited author of the, the Art of War, in the midst of chaos, there is opportunity. So it is an opportunity to wake up, not hide away. It's a chance to get to know ourselves, perhaps in a different way. A time for creativity and growth and a time to take control. Something good can emerge and we can re-examine our lives and, and our, ourselves and let's take the higher road instead of staying stuck. And our guest, Gary Stewart, will show us just how. Gary is an amazing author, award-winning, best-selling author, personal development expert for over 45-plus years, and a master constellation healing facilitator of over 23-plus years. He's been featured on the Dr. Nandy Show globally for ABC TV. Gary is the founder of Constellation Healing Institute, author of the latest bestseller, Quantum Activation, Transform Obstacles, for change, and we really need to learn more about that. He's also the author of Healing Human History and Raising Your Harmonious Child. And today's show, Quantum Activation During a Time of Chaos. Welcome, Gary, to our show. Gene, it's great to be back. Yes, you are a returning guest, and I must say that uh, I had an opportunity to attend your Constellation Healing Workshop and your Zoom sessions, and and I know at that workshop, it was so empowering. I found uh, it to be insightful, you know, about ancestral healing, releasing stuff, yes. energy, and, you know, what, in, in your approach, it, I think, as you state, creates this multidimensional boundary between the past and the present. For the future, and your oracle card reading is fascinating. So I thank you for your amazing work, Gary. Tell oh, us a little bit you. about your journey and your, you know, what well, inspires. <laughs> well, it's at about twenty years old. You know, uh, of course, it's party time. I was living in Boston, a, a college town, and being twenty-one, you start to drink a lot. And then, you know, I hadn't done much with my life. Did a lot of reading. I was a reader. And uh, all of a sudden, I said, wow, well, I'm going to go down the road of alcoholism if I don't do something. I know I don't feel good inside. So I decided to not go to the bars for a week. I said, let me see how many friends I really have. Crickets. Mm -hmm. So I realized that these people were just bar flies and that I needed to do something to feel good inside besides drink. 
you know, at 21, you're young, you're partying. So, of course, uh, believe it or not, John Lennon was on TV with Yoko Ono saying, we did primal therapy in Los Angeles. You can scream out your pain and be healed. Well, John was one of my positive male role models of the Beatles, you know, and uh, who had just broken up at that time in 1971, uh, 1972. And I said, oh, my God, I got to read about this therapy. So I got the book, The Primal Scream, and I said, oh, my God, this is me in there. Uh, The Mm. way you describe pain and expressing it and not holding it in and keeping secrets. And uh, within a year and a half, I found a little primal, primal therapy community in southern New Hampshire, which is only about an hour from Boston. Uh, where I was living, and I started my journey actually going into the pain and being inspired by John Lennon and knowing things weren't right, and uh, then I did encounter groups, you name it, I did it, and uh, uh, then when I discovered constellations, I felt I had to wipe the slate clean like I didn't know anything, even though I had learned a lot, the energy that creates the drama in the family is like ancient And it's like the patterns start to repeat every generation. So witnessing those energetic patterns that were dysfunctional on one level, but they're functional because we wouldn't be here if the patterns didn't work. So here's the paradox. It's like we most people, I think, say they would come from a dysfunctional family. But if our family, I wrote a book called Ancestral Intelligence, AI, as a poke at the computer industry. And... uh, If they made one mistake, we wouldn't be here today. Mm, So can we celebrate what they did right and then heal the rest? That is absolutely powerful. And Gary, you know, going into the pain as you were describing your experience, and I know a little bit about that primal scream because being in psychology and teaching psychology, I had to really learn about all these technologies and therapeutic approaches and even trying to what, counselor heal thyself? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but going in the pain seems quite frightening for a lot of people. But I know that you have to go through it in order to yeah. get to the other side. Well, let me tell your listeners something. <laughs> if we were strong enough to endure it the first time, as an adult, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years later, you're still strong enough to heal it. Hmm. Wow, how empowering. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, I've done about 15,000 constellations, and unfortunately, a majority of my clients, not unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, the women who are a majority of my client base, uh, many endured sexual abuse. And it's just, if they could survive that at 4, 5, 6, 10, 12 years old, Coming back at 30, 40, 50 to heal it and see the dynamics at work in the family, it, it's, actually, it's actually a breeze because the strength is still there. It's like, can we let it be in the past? One thing I find about trauma, it's kind of the most addictive substance. Everyone thinks it's heroin or whatever, but it's trauma is the most addictive substance because then we view ourselves as a victim from that mm. moment on. Mm-hmm. And to give that up, a victim identity up that we're so used to, it's like an old shoe that's comfortable, is actually more threatening than saying, poor me, poor me, this happened to me, this happened to me, oh, and then this happened to me, and then this happened to me. It just becomes a lifetime of complaining and misery when you can say, yes, that happened to me, but I was strong enough to endure it. And guess what I've created in my life? Wow. 
That Now, that's empowering. I know for me, I was stuck in the story of having to be perfect, to be worthy, and shutting mm-hmm. down my voice to please others that resulted in health challenges that I yeah. ended up overcoming. But, you know, when you talk about expressing, and I remember being a rehab pr- uh, counselor practitioner working with people coming out of prison and <clears throat> what mm-hmm. uh, I experienced with women, uh, you know, as we as they became comfortable with me as a, a, a therapist, they shared for the first time that they were sexually abused. And they were like, God, yes. that's so good that I never said that to anyone. And, you know, as a result of that, all the things that they endured and just expressing it, it opened the door. So I'm so glad that you shared that. Oh, absolutely. You know, and on the plus side, there's a new book coming out that I'm involved with called Colorblind. I think mm. you've heard of it. Anyway, I <laughs> yes. just submitted my chapter. But, uh, one I have thing, to. <laughs> yes. One thing that inspires me is Oprah Winfrey. Look, she was tossed around, you take her, you take her. Then she was sexually abused. And I recently read a story that her abuser took her out for ice cream while blood was running down her legs from the abuse at a very young age. Now, Mm -hmm. Oprah, would Oprah be who she is, probably known by at least 3 billion people on planet Earth, if she said, poor me, poor me, I was abused. So she took those lemons Mm. and made good lemonade. It's yes. like she could have been, uh, you know, she could have been a welfare mother in a project with five kids from five different men, which some people of who have that kind of abuse, that ends up what happening. So look at what her spirit did to transform and rise above and become a global force of nature. Now, in hindsight, do you think her family system knew that they had a future multi-billionaires? It is amazing what we can do with the lessons learned and not, I think the most important thing, do not give up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 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 Tell us a little bit about your, 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 your mass, this work as the constellation facilitator. That's a lot for some of our listeners. And what is quantum activation? Okay, well, constellations, um, it's a modality that looks at the, the energy and consciousness in your family system. So we feel like what's going on with us in the family is the first time it happened. No, it's been happening every generation for 20 generations. We'll say seven to make it easier for people. Mm. You know, what occurs now has happened seven generations before, and what you're doing now will echo seven generations even after you're dead. So we're in a very powerful place, and a lot of people don't realize that, and a lot of Mm. negatives in family system, they're just old habits. The -hmm. family thinks a certain way, they believe a certain way, whether you come from a family system that's racist or abusive, or it's still functioning. That's what I try to get people to see, that your family system is actually perfect in spite of the dysfunction because you wouldn't be here if they failed. If they failed, the family system would have went, gone extinct centuries ago, and you wouldn't be alive in this family system. So mm-hmm. can't, let's focus on the good of what it did give us and let the past go Stay behind, so to speak, because it doesn't serve us to regurgitate it and live out of the past memories. Sure, they influence us, but how about moving forward into the future? And that's where our true power is. I call it, you know, the power of the present pop, Mm -hmm. power of present pop. 
and we mm. can pop in our life now. Now, Quantum mm-hmm. Activation, we wrote the book. It's the first book, well, second, second collaborative book because we did uh, Birthing the Future. Uh, you and I submitted chapters in that book together. So this was actually my second collaboration with Amika Swami, who's a quantum physicist, and uh, Carl David Blake, who actually put the project together. Mm. And um, we wanted to look at all the things that shape us, the school system, uh, and we went through history, the Renaissance, everything that shaped our beliefs in not just American culture, but global culture, and Mm -hmm. how that, that becomes the cultural beliefs become part of our family system, whether it's American, African, European, Asian, and we all have these beliefs and attitudes. So we wanted to tackle that in the book, and the book originally was almost 300 pages, and we kept boiling it down till we got it down to about 180 pages, and that was with 240 rewrites to get it down to its essence, the essence that was simple for people to understand. And of course, I... My major piece was the constellation part, how we don't have to be hostage to what happened in our family system's past or our cultural past, too. Yeah, well, we are a product of institutions, right? Family, social, cultural, you name it. And as you indicated, the family, you know, ancestral history as well. And so what you're trying to do is to help us unlock this, what, unconscious mindset to, to have yes. more freedom, to create yeah, a new reality. Ab- is, absolutely. Is that right? You know, and today, you know, with everything that's going on, the chaos we have, the racial chaos right now, which is good, it's like a boil that's been, mm-hmm. you know, uh, full of pus and it's being pierced right now. But mm-hmm. what people don't realize, what I find is people who have been victimized, uh, regardless of color, because don't forget, you know, we have, and I'm not minimizing the enslavement of people from Africa, but my core ancestor was enslaved. He was a white Scottish soldier who was imprisoned and sent to the New World because he lost a war in England. So mm-hmm. I had enslavement in my past. Uh, anyone who knows about New York history, there was Irish people that came over to work the menial jobs. Then there was a wave of Italians who came over. And now even currently in New York, there might be a wave of Guatemalans or El Salvadorians. So every generation has these people that become indentured servants and it may look bad, but at the same time, if they stayed in their home country, they could have been assassinated, killed or starved to death. So if you really look at the uh, melting pot that America is, good came from it because they're here for generations now in spite Mm -hmm. of starting from humble beginnings. That is an excellent point. And, you know, we, we have a lot of what, Family secrets. People immerse yeah. families immersed in shame. We don't talk about that, and and of course suffer in another way. So, you know, dealing with family secrets and you know having to protect certain aspects uh-huh. of the family, yeah. you know, is really kind of prominent. But it leads uh-huh. to so much suffering if you feel stuck and you feel like you need to release and and, and let go. Um, uh, that is amazing. And what you're doing, you're helping us unleash mm-hmm. <laughs> all of yeah. this stuck energy and move forward. Yes, and, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes your family may not be on board with you. Of course. Sometimes, <laughs> like, say, say if there's sexual abuse in the family, 
Um, I had discovered some stuff. Um, I had tried uh, shamanic therapy as well under sacred substances, and a lot of stuff came up that I was, uh, you know, about sexual abuse in my parents' uh, childhood and mm-hmm. stuff that happened to me as a baby, being babysat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow. So I wrote my mother a letter. And, of course, I said, this is between us. I just want to clear the air and what happened when I was an infant and blah, blah, blah. She showed it to my sisters. Oh, look, Gary's accusing me of this. He's accusing me of that. What a horrible brother and son he is and how dare he. But so the person who rocks, rocks the... Uh, brings truth, let's say, and exposes the secret is often rejected by the family system because they're comfortable mm-hmm. being quiet. So, but in the long run, the irony to the what I'm telling you about my family and me kind of exposing some secrets was everyone started to reveal their secrets before they died. So All it's right, well, Gary, like hold I that thought. We got we, we to take a brief commercial break. Oh, okay. Wow, I just love the conversation here. So hold that thought. We got to take yes. a brief commercial break. So don't go away. We'll be back with more on quantum activation during a time of chaos with our amazing guest, Gary Stewart, constellation facilitator, author, speaker, founder of the Constellation Healing Institute. Stay tuned for... A real treat from Gary. We'll be right back. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. 
visit balboapress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as the transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light. You've been listening to us living in the spirit of love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And coming back from commercial break, we'll continue with our amazing guest, Gary Stewart, Constellation facilitator, author, speaker, founder of the Constellation Healing Institute on quantum activation during a time of chaos. And Gary, you know, what profound revelation. You're here to help us unlock the unconscious yes. mindset for ancestral healing, personal empowerment. And, you know, i like for you to continue sharing because yes. I know it takes courage. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So we were talking right before the break about someone who speaks about, like in my case, I spoke about uh, child abuse or infant child abuse with some relatives or whatever. And of course, that just like got every, everyone's feathers ruffled. But anyone who has the courage uh, to rock the boat and expose the secrets, first they're demonized. And um, unfortunately, most families will do that because they're trying to keep the secret. But once the secret is out, it's out. Mm. And what happened with me, once I kind of outed the secret that that was in our family, of course, I was demonized. And then all of a sudden, people started sharing, well, you know what? This happened to me. Oh, my God, this happened to me. And a lot of people started sharing their abuse. And it's something I didn't even think existed in my family. And in all those years of primal therapy, it never came up. And it in constellations, the energy of it showed up instantly. So I knew I was on the right track, and I was strong enough to withstand the blowback, so to speak, of being the one who, um, you could call it like a whistleblower. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make it a little more innocuous, like mm-hmm. uh, the, the person who has the courage to stand up and say, you know, something's not right in the family. You know, I endured this. And a lot of families do it to protect the reputation of the family and the guilt and shame that, mm-hmm. uh, that this is in their family. But at the mm-hmm. same time, once we pierce that abscess of secrecy that's been festering probably for 100 years, then the whole family system can heal. And they all survived in spite of it, and maybe they'll have some respect for the whistleblower. The person says, hey, this isn't right. Hey, this is my healing process. And whether you guys agree with me or not, 
I need to express that I don't feel good that I was abused as a young girl or a young boy or whatever. And it doesn't just have to be uh, sexual sexual abuse. I mean, I personally was a violently beaten, battered child by both parents on top of that. Um, so there's many secrets, so to speak. And uh, what Bert Hellinger, my teacher, who's departed, he was the f- kind of founder of Constellations, and um, he said, are we willing to, ca- um, to feel guilty that we betrayed the family system? He said, to do something different, most people stay in line because they'll feel so guilty that they blew the cover or blew the secret of the family that they stay quiet and be victims rather than carrying the guilt that they're the ones who finally spoke up. And that the guilt is just temporary. It's just because the boat was rocked for the first time maybe in 100 years. And then after it is, it's like, oh, now we can heal. Now we can talk. Yes. Now we can be real with each other and not pretend we have yes. this perfect little family. Yes. You know, that's so profound because, uh, you know, families get into protector, being protectors of the secret. And, you yes. know, opening that gate for your own personal healing, as you did it, opened the gate for others. And I think w- when we look at the societal beliefs and all of that, the influences, so many people and families are trying to pretend that they have the perfect family. And we have mentioned before about dysfunctional family. I, I think that mm-hmm. that's kind of an, an illusion. You know, I mean, it's not an illusion. It's kind of a reality of what, yeah. you know, we're kind of faced with. But, you know, this whole perfect family, we're perfect. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, playing that out and it do more damage. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely, absolutely. And most families, you could say, this is kind of paradoxical, most families are functionally dysfunctional Mm -hmm. because we wouldn't be here if they didn't function. So they did function at least sexually. Exactly. Uh, But at the same time, all the secrets and the hiding or whatever. Now, Now, let's talk a little bit about disease. So how many women, look at how rampant breast cancer is. I believe there's a lot of toxins in the environment that contribute to that. But what if young girls have shame and guilt over someone who fondled them? It could be a father or brother, an uncle. Mm -hmm. And what Mm -hmm. if they never address that shame and then it toxifies inside their body 20 or 30 years later as breast cancer or uterine cancer if they happen to be penetrated or whatever and had to keep it secret. So you Mm -hmm. look how holding on to this keeping it quiet and secret can actually lead to ill health 20 or 30 years later. And if you look at the amount of women that have breast cancer right now, how many secrets are held by the females who might have been abused as young girls, and then they have that shame in their Mm -hmm. chest, in their breast area, from what Mm -hmm. happened to them when they were Mm -hmm. five years old, and it just transmutes into a disease. But the original cause was the guilt and shame over... Being quiet about, say, you know, your uncle's a pedophile. You know mm, what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. That is so important. You know, I think for me, shutting down my voice to be a pleaser of others, you know, uh, it resulted in thyroid problems for me. You, you see, because that has a lot to do with shutting down your voice. So you're Absolutely. right. All of this energetically affects us uh, in, in terms of our physical bodies. Mm hmm. 
And, uh, you know, I'd like to talk a little bit about sexism because uh, that's actually my, my next book, okay. separate from our mm-hmm. chapter on colorblind, is that women are thought to be less than. And um, I was, I was uh, reading uh, a client of mine, actually, uh, was coming to me and she spoke about the sexual abuse uh, that she wanted to address. And uh, she told me that her father and his brother, uncle, abused her at five years old. And guess what the rationale was when she just rocked the boat and started to speak about it? And she's probably 40 or 50 years old. Guess what their rationale was? That made she it called okay. it. She called it. No, no. What, what, She'll forget about it. What, what, She's only five. She won't oh, remember yeah. what we did to her. Okay, okay. Go, go Imagine ahead. Imagine that's the belief of the males in the family system about the females, which, you know, now we see as criminal. But back mm-hmm. then, it was considered not, not exactly normal, but because it was secret, no one, no one knew what was going on. So that leaves the victim carrying that male thought form that, oh, it's a woman, she's less, we can do whatever we want. Mm -hmm. And imagine that little victimized girl having to carry that in secret her whole life. And Mm -hmm. I was so honored that she chose to share with me and we got to work on the energy and create a healthy boundary that no, she doesn't have to buy into the patriarchal paradigm in her family, which was very sick that they actually believed this was okay. They could do anything they wanted to a little girl because she had should forget about it. She's eight years old. And that's horrific in that that's a belief system in her family, which is shows you the danger of the patriarchy. And I'm not demonizing males here, but it's just when they do despicable things like that to a child and look at how they rationalize it so they wouldn't feel guilty. Well, guess who ends up carrying the guilt? The little girl. Yes, yes, yes. I, I recall one of my clients, a uh, female who was... Uh, sexually molested by family members and she said gosh I you know I, I really grew up thinking this was normal and she said it didn't dawn on her until she uh, was in high school as an adolescent and you know started connecting with other girls and you know she's like wow this is not normal my goodness yeah exactly Mm-hmm. So tell us about some of your strategies and techniques to, to for healing. Well, it's like with people like that, we try to have them let go of the past because if people stay stay being a victim in cases like that, that's really not going to serve them. So what mm-hmm. I always try to do is create a healthy boundary. I leave like I'd, a healing statement for a young lady like that, or who's now middle aged actually. Would I leave the guilt and shame with you? It's not mine to carry. I'm still the daughter, I'm still the granddaughter here, but I leave the guilt and shame, even if they're dead, with you, and then walk away from it with your dignity intact. Because don't forget, the biggest conundrum with all this is these people gave you life, and yet they gave you pain. So so look at the internal battle that goes on, (laughs) trying to protect them at the same time you've been abused by them. It really creates an inner conflict. Yes. Yes, and and to be become more aware and look at the impact of not feeling unlove, you know, unlove, feeling unlovable, unworthy, 
you know. Right. And I talk mm-hmm. about, hey, it's time to write a new love story and let let go of all these faulty beliefs and stuck energy. So, um, yes. worthiness, unworthiness. Can you just talk a little about that? Because we play that yeah. out over our lives. Well, well, especially, you know, uh, my, new, my new book here, just keep it secret. I'll, I'll just hear it out. It's called <laughs> Venus and Well, the secret is out. Re- really <laughs> going after sexism in the world. I feel that was the first ism. And I don't want to demonize the Bible, but religion has really reinforced it. So the new book, it should be out before Colorblind, is uh, Venus Envy. So I'm really in the research thing, wow. and I've written about 30 pages. But it's how women have had to bear the brunt uh, for the patriarchy for a long time. So that leads to women feeling culturally that they're unworthy, that mm-hmm. they deserve to be punished or abused because they're less than a male. And that gives male a kind of the males, and I'm not saying every male in existence, but those who abuse their power, which we've seen, it even goes for priests in the Catholic Church, as we've seen with everything that's going on with religion and lawsuits all over the place over, you know, um, secret abuse that's now coming out from every corner of the earth, you know, from the Vatican to families, you name it. So that creates an unworthiness that someone doesn't feel they have the right to even speak that, hey, something bad happened here. And 90%, I mean, because a majority of my clients are at least 85 to 90% women, I see how universal this is, that the unworthiness that women feel, number one, they're subjugated by thinking they're less than because they're female. Then on top of that, they have some abuse and victimization. So there's a lot to overcome. And, of course, the most important thing I feel dedicated to, uh, being a feminist uh, facilitator here, is having them get their voice back. I call Mm. it the Rosa Parks moment. It's like Rosa Parks changed (laughs) history by saying, no, I won't Mm -hmm. sit in the back of the bus. So what if these ladies, even at 50 years old, can say, no, I will not take that abuse. No, I will not be quiet. No, I'm going to speak about what happened to me. You know, Gary, I think it's never too late, is it? Huh? Never too late. It's never too late. Every day is a new day. Every moment Mm -hmm. is a new moment. You can transform your entire life. Mm -hmm. This cycle of victimization is interesting. You know, you you talk about that. You become victims of yourself. And even from my work with uh, uh, my female clients, you know, they kept seeking out opportunities for abuse. Yes. Yeah. It becomes a habit. Mhm, mhm, mhm. Because even though they were, they some were well taken care of in terms of, if you want to call it that way, their material needs. But you know, they paid a price. They kept staying in that stuck cycle. Right, right, right. And, you know, even even being a victim, because the culture actually supports that with females. If you really look at a patriarchal culture, it has belief systems and consciousness that this is okay. The males feel it's okay for them. So women have to pay the price. And I'm not saying this to demonize men, because there are loving fathers and great husbands out there and boyfriends and this and that. But yes. when it goes dysfunctional, uh Sometimes women will seek the comfort zone of finding an abuser husband, like with domestic violence or whatever. If they came from that in their household, they're almost emulating what their childhood was. If the mother chose 
uh, say, a domestically violent father, then the daughter may grow up and seek a man who's like her father, which keeps the dysfunction going because there becomes a, there's an interesting dynamic before our break here of loyalty. If women yes. suffer with violent men in the family, then I'll have to pick a violent man as my mate so I'll know how mother and grandmother felt. It becomes wow. almost part of that guilt is that they're afraid to have a nice life because all the women had suffered. So to be a woman in this family, I'll have to suffer like my ancestors suffered. So I will pick a violent man like mom did. And they're honoring two things. They're honoring the male line who is violent and the female line who is victimized. So they keep carrying the torch. Yes, the cycle. The torch of pain and the the cycle cycle of of victimization. Mm -hmm. Uh Which is inherited. The beliefs are inherited. And it takes a lot to change that. So the women who... uh, There was news on TV uh, just last night that a woman on the Phoenix News, she said, I told them that uh, the the male judge gave the father... visiting rights after he was violent to the mother, and then he had killed her daughter and killed himself. And she was on camera last night on the news saying, I told him this guy was dangerous, but where she was female, did they listen to her voice? And you know what the judge said? Oh, it's such a tragedy. She's trying to get him disbarred from being a judge, and they overruled it. Wow. Well, I think one of the things that you brought up is, you know, taking control. We have to take control. We might not be popular in the short run, but it it helps on so many levels. Wouldn't you agree? But you see, the the male system, when I saw that, I was actually quite horrified. She lost her daughter over it, and the judge was exonerated over it. It's like that's the the negatives of the patriarchy at work. The male would side with the male, even though he was violent. The woman's voice would not be heard. This is dangerous for my daughter. I don't want him to have visitation rights. And boom, now her daughter and ex-husband are dead because he did a suicide murder. It's like, and she was on TV last night saying, I told you this was going to happen. And they said, well, the judge said, oh, it's just a tragedy. And she filed charges against the judge. And the, the legal system said, oh, no, no, he did his best. He did his best. Not even a slap on the wrist. But there's the male patriarchy again, enforcing against females who dare to stand up and say, this isn't right. And yeah. now she's, uh, you know, a parent of a dead child because mm. the court system would not listen to her because yeah. why? She's female. That's interesting. Well, I think we were up for a quick break here, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more on quantum activation during a time of chaos with our amazing guest, Gary Stewart, Constellation facilitator, speaker, author, and founder of Constellation Healing Institute. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for heart-opening, beautiful, to radiate your inner beauty, and The Body Balancing and Physical Regeneration Pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. 
Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international, news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back. You've been listening to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. And coming back from our commercial break, we will continue with more from our amazing guest, Gary Stewart, Constellation Facilitator, award-winning, best-selling author, speaker, founder of the Constellation Healing Institute on quantum activation during a time of chaos. And Gary, you have really been, you're helping us become more empowered and take that step and being more courageous, not be a victim, be a part of, become empowered uh, in, in terms of healing yourself. Now, one question I like to ask you, how do males deal with this, Males deal with constellation work. Uh, yes, yes. Well, males, you know, and we don't, didn't want to demonize the patriarchy here with uh, the females that we've been speaking about, but males are actually hurt by the patriarchy as well 
because they are forced into the rules that a man has to be strong, he can't be emotional, he can't be sensitive, he can't have feelings, he can't have compassion. You've got to just buck it up and not speak. So there's as much damage to males who aren't allowed to be sensitive and are treated cruelly by the males if they show any sign of what's perceived as weakness. And that really hurts the development of the boys thinking, oh, I'm not allowed to be this. One classic case, Vanity Fair, uh, a magazine, did um, an article on Prince Charles' life. Now, here we have the royal family, and, uh, you know, rest in peace, Prince Philip. Um, but he, Charles was very sensitive and a quiet boy, and Prince Philip couldn't stand it, so they sent him to boarding school where everyone was cruel. Prince Philip didn't want to nurture him or hug him. And here's the prince of the future king of England being kind of abused by his father because he was a sweet, sensitive, quiet boy, and he did not want that to be his son. So here we have the same dynamic in a royal family that befalls many boys internationally, not just England or America, globally, the men have to be strong. You're not going to grow up to be a strong man if you, you know, you have emotions, if you cry, if you show any sensitivity. So that alone stifles men's, let's say, emotional communication. So a lot of women who would say, my husband's a rock, he won't share anything, blah, blah, blah. It's like the society almost has conditioned him not to allow him to be a human being who's male. Yes, yes, living up to that image, right? That, right. That image. John, and you America, can't express your feelings. You have, go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, in America we call it the John Wayne image. You have to be that, you know, strong, you know, silent type. You know, mm-hmm. who's, who's mm-hmm. allegedly powerful and has no emotion, remorse, or regret for anything they do. Mm, that is amazing. And Gary, I know you have a treat for us. You're going to pull some cards for us with, uh, yes, for listeners. And absolutely, them, so they'll, hey, absolutely. take it away. <laughs> take okay, it away. Tell so us about I, your cards. I, and, mm-hmm. I published a card deck called the Constellation Healing Oracle Card. And uh, it's 72 Family Dynamics, and there's a booklet that goes with it. It's on Amazon on Gary Stewart, S-T-U-A-R-T, author page. There's all my books, many books I've written. And the first one I picked for today is Voice and Self-Expression. So on the back of the card, I have the definition of it. And what we do is spreads like past, present, future, or a butterfly spread. There's many spreads we can do. We don't have time to do a lot, so I'll just pick some individual cards for our audience. So voice and self-expression, to actively speak up and communicate one's own ideas, thoughts, and feelings. The insight, everyone has both an inner voice and an outer voice. No one will ever know how you feel or what your boundaries are if you do not express yourself. It's time to give voice to everything you feel inside, pain and pleasure alike. Speak like you matter because you do. Mm. Even if you feel uncomfortable or scared expressing yourself, this often leads to more joy and connection with those around you. How perfect that that card came up for our show I mean, that's perfect. I mean, it's empowering, it's encouraging. And what's happening around the world now? People are speaking up. Yes, they, they really are, and voice, voices are being heard, and we need to even speak up louder because there's a lot, of, uh, <clears throat> a lot of dysfunction in our governments globally, not just, I mean, look what's happening with Israel and Palestine right now. I mean, <clears throat> it's just, you know, 
Uh, but systems have to fall apart. If the system is dysfunctional, no different than a family, then it ultimately it has to fall apart so something new can take its place. So I think globally we need more compassionate governments and people who aren't beholden uh, to industry. Uh, if you really look at America, uh, almost every corporation buys their political candidate to get the special favors after they're elected, whether it's from big pharma, big energy, or whatever. And, you know, we need a system that represents the people more than the industries of the nation. So that, that, that's slowly cracking open. Slower than I would like, but it needs to crack open. So but Everything is uh, cracking open, wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the people need to be served, you know? Yes. Yes, yes. And I must just uh, throw this in. I'm grateful to Voice America as we talk about, (laughs) you know, expression for, you know, allowing this platform for sharing uh, to help make a change. So I must uh, express gratitude for that. Yes. Any more cards? That's a powerful card. The card that was (laughs) beneath that one was Courage. Wow! Which all of us, if you look at the subtext of our whole show today, even though we're talking about things that may seem negative, we're actually Mm -hmm. speaking about this to tell you it's okay to have a voice and have the courage to express it. So courage is that which enables our mind or spirit to face difficulty, danger, pain, even in the face of great fear. The insight to be alive and stay alive requires courage. Contemplate Mm -hmm. your need for this quality in your life. How can you encourage yourself to have the strength and face your fears? Many people are so distracted by fear, they forget the courage they already have. Do you feel you have courage? Do you need more? Pull more cards to further understand the dynamics of your situation. Hmm. So everything we're talking about, male and female alike, it's about having the courage to voice your truth, to have it spoken, to rock the boat, to make things fresh and new, being willing to challenge the old belief systems that need to be challenged in the family system, and especially the courage of a woman or man to speak up when things aren't right in their family system. Wow. It keeps Those it cars. growing. It keeps Go it fresh. Mm-hmm. Okay, Gary. Yeah. <clears throat> so when you have the courage to speak up, whether you're male or female, in your family system or in your current family, it keeps it fresh and alive. A lot of people, what I find the most dangerous thing in family or romantic relationship is indifference. And then you just give up and you don't speak. You say, well, this person will never change. I'll just be quiet. And then the relationship dies. And then you wonder why you, you fall out of love or someone starts cheating in a relationship. It's because you didn't fight to keep it fresh. You didn't speak up when things weren't right. Mm. So to keep mm-hmm. anything alive, So you're saying you there may be the change can be possible if you speak up and, you know, yeah. share. Yeah, and be mm-hmm. willing to That's rock great. the boat because that keeps the energy, that keeps the chi flowing rather mm. than indifference, uh, which then turns into despondency, and then the relationship ends. Wow, that's amazing. Those cards were divine intervention. I think my uh, the way I see it is that, as they say, we're either in fear or love. And Absolutely. if you categorize everything either under one of those, you know, I'm like, okay, you're not in, you're not in love, you're in fear, get out of that. <laughs> you right, know, exactly. so 
Mm-hmm. So, Gary, how can people get in touch with you? Because I know as a result of this, more people are going to want to go dive deeper and learn yes, more yes. about well, your I'm constellation. Zoom constellation so people can mm-hmm. have it from wherever they're located, depending on the time zone, of course. So I'm mm-hmm. starting one on Sunday. We're doing uh, kind of my inaugural Zoom, uh, which is uh, this Sunday, uh, Pacific Time, 11 to 1 p.m. It's free if people want to uh, see what the work is on Zoom. Uh, New to Arizona, Healing Center invited me to do workshops. So in July, I'll be doing live workshops in Sedona, Arizona, which has been a Ooh. dream of a lifetime to do workshops. Wow, one of my favorite Sedona. places. <laughs> oh, my God, it. it's so beautiful mm-hmm. there. And mm-hmm. I'm only about 50 miles away now, oh, so wow. it's in my new neighborhood. So I'm thrilled mm-hmm. to be starting live workshops there. And um, they can go to my website, uh, Healing. I have tons of blogs and information about the work, and I know people all over the planet, uh, so I can give referrals to anyone who's looking for the work in any corner of Earth. I trained in Europe, so I know tons of people in Europe. I know uh, friends in Asia who do the work, so I can always give referrals. And, of course, uh, on Amazon.com, I have an author page, Gary Stewart, S-T-U-A-R-T, that has, I'm up to about 13 books now, plus the Oracle cards are on Amazon (laughs) as well. Well, Gary, thank you so much for being on Love Light today, showing that us that it is possible to move beyond chaos, but we have to go deeper. And uh, thank you for, you know, just sharing with listeners. And I'm sure uh, people are going to tune in to your Zooms and connect with you on Facebook to really, uh, you know, move beyond being a victim and become more empowered. So thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, an honor and pleasure. And namaste to all your listeners, too. Remember, it's all about transformation. You don't have it to be is. stuck. Yes, yes. That's that's what I was going to say. Don't stay stuck. <laughs> you know, uh, I got, we were, gosh, we were so in sync. I said, we we don't have to stay <laughs> stuck in our past. There is a way out. And connect with Gary for, to learn more about Constellation Healing Institute to go deeper. So uh, join us next week with our guest, uh, uh, Veronica Lynch, on Love Your Body Better, Mindful Living. Share your insights from our show uh, uh, and also our, my Love Light Practice exercise on the home page of my blog, uh, home, uh, on the blog page of my website, www.jeanferrisjourney.com. And email me your insights, gene72ferrish at yahoo.com. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light around the world. Uh, I'm going to close out with a a, a poem by Rumi, The Guest House, uh, which reminds us of our humanity and our experiences. This being human is a guest house. Every moment, a new arrival, a joy, a depression, a meanness, some momentary awareness comes as an unexpected visitor. Welcome and entertain them all, even if they're a crowd of sorrows who violently sweep your house empty of its furniture. Still, treat each guest honorably. He may be clearing you out for some new delight. The dark thought, the shame, the malice. Meet them at the door laughing and invite them in. Be grateful for whoever comes because each has been sent as a guide from beyond. I'm your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Thank you for joining us today. And until we meet again, remember an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in today.
Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.